podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. I'm the fastest man alive, Daddy Mounds. Pew, 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 pew. That's, that's more of a laser beam noise. I'm sorry. I'm trying to go back to when I used to play with action figures. Because you have to make sound effects if you're doing it right. Yes, it's normally like... With me. That's why you didn't have any friends as a kid, huh? <laughs> Scare them all away. That's terrifying. That's not speedster noise. No. What's wrong with you? I never played as a speedster when I was a kid. Oh. Well, I always played army men. I don't know how many times my uh, son has ran up and yelled, I'm the Fash, and then punched me in the shin and ran away. <laughs> At that point, he's faster than you. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't take much. He, uh, that was the first superhero uh, superhero he wanted to be. Was the Scarlet Speedster? The Scarlet Speedster, the Flash, which is what we're talking about today on Then and Now, yep. obviously. Either that or we're just really bad at segues, one of the two. <laughs> it could be both. Today we're talking about Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Uh, who also was struck by lightning, kind of. Kind of. More <laughs> on purpose. And yeah. uh, too fat to, feed, to be a speedster. Also, probably owns slaves, and that's not cool. Could you can't you, have that in your could, comic book. Could you imagine if he was that fat and a speedster? It'd be kind of funny. <laughs> like, he could run really fast, but every time he stopped, he'd have he'd be winded for an hour and a that, half. That's why we won the Revolutionary War. There you go. <laughs> Confirmed. It's good to know that they can not only come to us for like nerdy information on but history other topics, but yeah, true fucking history right here at yes. then and now. Breaking news from the past. We, we wouldn't lie to you, our friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Robert, what year was the Flash created? Uh, the Flash was created in 1940, January of 1940, to be exact, by writer Gardner Fox and the artist Harry Lampert. Yep. Uh, the first Flash was Jay Gehrig. See, now we know Benjamin Franklin was a speedster. Guy Gardner, like, in a bad alias, created The Flash. My least favorite Green Lantern. <laughs> uh, and there's a squirrel. I like Guy Gardner less than the squirrel, Robert. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Flash Comics number one, which came out January uh, of 1940, uh, was from All American Publications. It was one of the three companies that would eventually merge into DC Comics. Uh the Flash, like I said, uh, was Jay Gehrig, who, it's interesting how he got his powers. He got his powers through, uh, of speed through the inhalation of hard water vapors. Like, that's what the original canon was. It later got changed to just be, quote, heavy water. That's what I call it when I have diarrhea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Okay. Glad we got that poop joke out of the way. Whew! That was really stressing about <laughs> really that. They wanted to squeeze it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank what you. What have we become, Robert? Uh, no, we? No, don't you bring me down with you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jay Garrick was a very popular character in the 1940s, supporting uh, both Flash comics and all Flash quarterly. Plus, he was almost immediately thrown into, what, like the Justice League of Society or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Justice, Justice, Justice Society, Society of, of America. America. Which was the first superhero team. Right. Yeah. Not the best. No, not, not enough Spider-Man on it. But exactly. we're not here to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> you usually bring him up. I figured I'd just get it out of the I way. I appreciate it. We should also make Benjamin Franklin a recurring thing now, too. Because why not? Fuck no, it. We don't get paid for this. Let's do what we want. Superhuman. <laughs> <laughs> Say it right. Uh, <laughs> um, Every time we talk about a superhero, Benjamin Franklin also had those powers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Remember when he flew so fast around the world, backwards that he reversed time? To save Lois Lane. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, a lot of people, because if you think Flash, you think Barry Allen, because that's what you get most of the time. That's the, probably the most popular of the uh, Flash. Yeah, well, he's current. He was the second Flash. Yeah, he was second. But uh, talk about difference in appearances. If you go back and you look at the 1940s Flash, he's very uh, heavily based off of Mercury. 
the god. Yeah. Uh, well, including the saucer pan helmet. Uh, a lot of the original Golden Age comics uh, of DC were kind of based off gods, with Superman Which, being Zeus. Is Mercury Greek or... Uh, He's whatever Zeus is, because I killed him in God of War. Hermes is Greek. Uh-huh. Uh, Mercury is Roman. We'll go Roman. Yeah, I can't remember if it's the people that wrestled naked or not. I always get them confused. The same? Oh, really? Kind of, yeah. They all did it? Yeah. Oh. We should, let's bring it back! All right. Their empires never fell. <laughs> Neither of them. Still, still very strong today. You should see their Colosseum. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Accidentally kicked the table there. Amateur move. I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, and he, he still looked kind of cool. Like he looks way dorkier. Well, it was it was. We'll say it was the 1940s. Everybody was dorkier. Yeah, back but then. like they used him in Earth Two in the no New offense, 52. Grandpa. What did you say? No offense, Grandpa. No, what did you? how did you offend your Grandpa? Oh, I said it was the 1940s. They all looked way dorkier back then. <laughs> I've seen Back to the Future. I know. <laughs> That's 50s, though, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck it. Anyways, uh, but they never changed the look. Like, even in the new 52 version of Earth 2 that ran for a while, they used Jay uh, Garrick, and he still looked the same. Like, they... Yeah. Uh, yeah it's weird. Um, oh, I'm sorry. They did change it up after a while. They gave him a helmet instead, or like a face mask and stuff. After. Right, right. Um, in 1956 is when Barry Allen, uh, got his own comic. Uh, he, whereas Jay Gurig was a college athlete, mm -hmm. he was a police, uh... Forensic scientist. Yeah. Uh, did you notice this as well? What? Uh, Jay Gurig was the Flash from 1940 to 1951. Right. Barry Allen didn't come around until 1956, so did we go four years without a Flash? Yeah. That is five years. I'm an idiot. Yes. <laughs> You math well. I, dude, I can math I, all I, over the place. I wasn't going to call you out, bro. Math. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 we're on a Flash episode, and we still said the wrong fucking word. <laughs> Let's just talk about Flash Gordon. He was, <laughs> he was something. Savior of the universe, that guy. I heard. The only, the only memorable thing from Flash Gordon is the Queen theme song, right? Which we've talked about. Which you've screamed at the top of your lungs in our local Walmart. Very embarrassing. You also brought that up. Good. <laughs> uh, but I still deny that happened. Oh, it happened. <laughs> um, yeah, forensic scientist, which gives gives him more like more of a uh, authoritative, yeah, like stance. You know, uh, just starting off. You know, say what again? I I missed the first part of that. <laughs> more, it gives him more of an, like an authoritative stance, with, like starting off even before he has his powers. You know, he's already a, a authority figure. Uh, kind of. Uh, he was. Always shown as very wimpy. Like, yeah, he was a police officer, but he was shown as very wimpy. He was always late, which made his fiance Iris very upset with him uh, because he had trouble differentiating work and his personal life, mm -hmm. and it got in the way of their relationship. And when working in the lab, lightning struck a nearby bench that had all of his unnamed chemicals. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the lightning struck him after uh, after hitting these chemicals. My former boss was a chemist, and he never labeled any of his stuff. Oh, well, okay. So, that's fun. Uh, but that, that's how he got his powers. Now, the interesting thing about him being a forensic scientist is he was... When he was a kid, his mom was murdered, and they never found the murderer. So, he became that trying to find out who it was that killed his mom and bring them to justice. Yeah, I don't think the original Flash had nearly as depressing of a backstory. No. Because when you get into Barry Allen, like, there's some really sad shit. Uh, that's why I've actually heard it said on a couple of different podcasts that Barry Allen is the Marvel lover's DC character. 
Yeah, I could see that. You told me that. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I always kind of gravitate towards him, and I'm more of a Marvel guy. Exactly. He He's a flawed character, and that's why you root for him. So is Batman. Uh, Batman's flawed in a completely different way. A crazier way. Yes. Um, I mean, I've never seen the Flash hang a mentally handicapped man uh, out of an airplane. Yeah, neither have I. Hmm. Give it time. I've seen Benjamin Franklin do it, though. That's the weird part. <laughs> he's the dark... He's Benjamin Franklin's not the, the it was hero the da Vinci plane. we wanted. It's the hero we needed. <laughs> right. You understand? Um, it was the Da Vinci plane. They didn't hear him coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he went from 1956 to 1985, Barry Allen did. Before yes. we got his nephew, Wally West. Uh, yeah, who was Kid Flash for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of burning through the other Flashes because Barry Allen's going to be the bulk of the episode, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, which is why I'm curious as to why we didn't just stay on him for a little bit. Because then we'd forget to get the other ones. Let's just go no, get him out of the way real quick. We'll, we'll get to the oh, others. Okay. Well, let's go but, back. Yeah, we're staying on Barry Allen. <laughs> let's jump on our cosmic treadmill. Uh, go back before I talked. But, uh, so that that's how he got his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the whole lightning thing. But, uh... Do you know how he? I told you. I told you this before we started recording. How he actually chose the name The Flash? Yeah, you did. You can tell them though. Uh, yeah, it. He chose his name The Flash off of a comic book from his favorite hero, Jay Garrigs, The The Flash. Which, in like even remotely current uh, storylines, that's always been Earth Two's Flash. Right. So now, in Arya, in Earth Two, yeah, he is the Flash. Barry Allen, you know, doesn't have his powers. In our Earth, uh, you know, he's just a, a comic book character. Yeah. Uh, well, in his Earth, it's just a comic book character. That'd be like our character, uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man is alive in another universe. We just haven't traveled to him yet. Right. You know? Right. Uh, well, what's interesting is he travels to his universe. Right. Now, yeah. uh, the Flash actually introduced this... Uh, at this point, it's a ridiculous time-induced plot. Most uh, of the Flashes are. Well, I'm not just talking about Flash. This is a recurring thing across all comics now, pretty much. Uh-huh. Uh, where, well, now we're going to go back in time and change stuff. Well, in this, they crossed universes going through time, met each other, and became friends, Jay Gurig and Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. And that friendship, like because they met so many times over the years, uh, like is still alive today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jay Gehrig is a lot older now, and so plays more of his mentor, Flash. Sometimes he still dons the suit, but it, it's rare. He always appeared to be older, but I think that's just the white hair. Did he get his white hair from like the accident that gave him his powers? I, I honestly don't know. I'm not sure either. But he always appeared to be quite a bit older than Barry Allen. Barry Allen always has this youthful look to him. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jay Gehrig, Gehrig is <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but... Alan, uh, Barry Allen continued his own title until Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, the oh, fl- they, uh, well, right before you jump off of them meeting, they first met in uh, Flash of Two Worlds in 1961. Yep. Uh, it introduced the, fla- the multiverse storytelling The concept. Flash, Volume 1, Number 123. Yeah, that, that was the first time they did the um, multiverse storyline. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, the Flash is the one that introduced that, and they keep going back to him every time they have to have like a big scale event that's going to do something catastrophic or change everything. It's always centered around the Flash. Uh, I have kind of a story that I want to that that I, in my own free time I just kind of wrote my own thing for See, my own. See, on my free time I just masturbate. You, I can accomplish so much more. You can only do that ten times in a day before it starts to hurt. 
Never tried it. You went ten times in a day? Are you the Flash? <laughs> no. Are you Mr. Franklin? No. No. Speedster. Yeah. Oh. Come on, man. Keep up with our own jokes. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, Barry Allen continued until Crisis on Infinite Earths. The Flash uh, ended as a series with issue number 350. Mm-hmm. Um. They had confused, at that point, his character up a lot, and so they actually made him die hero uh, in Crisis on Infinite Earths. But because he was a time traveler, he would still show up in uh, various heroes' comic books mm-hmm. uh, for a while before they finally decided just to bring him back. Yeah. Uh, um, that, that, his his rogues gallery is interesting. Yeah. I would say... Not necessarily in a good way. I'll put, no. it, I'll put it that way. No. Uh, he's got Captain Boomerang. Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Uh, gorilla Grodd. A uh, telepathic gorilla. Yes. That's interesting. And they had the balls to put him in the television show, which made me really happy for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. It's something I never thought I'd see, but they also went with uh, Man Shark. Man Shark. Okay. I'll yeah. take it. Half man, half shark. That that's that's like street sharks right there. Oh God, street sharks! Yeah. <laughs> if Vin Diesel would have showed up and tried selling me one of them, a man shark, I'd be it. great. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't say no to Vin Diesel. He's kind of scary. Yeah. Not back then. Not when he's pitching you. <laughs> I, I never sharks. actually watched the video. I just heard the audio. Does he have hair? No. No, still bald. Huh? Yeah. Huh. Has he always been bald? Yeah. Just never had hair once. No, I think that he's just always shaved his head. No, I think he's born without hair and just never grew it. <laughs> okay. Like Mister Clean. Oh, oh no! I would say that Mister Clean respectively went bald and then respective, and then like just accepted the look. Like he regally went bald in yeah. the fashion that he went bald. He was like, you know, like very proud about it. Jean Luc Picard, motherfucker, had his pinky up the whole time. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I bet it's it probably really interesting to watch. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> like him just slowly going bald over years. Like that is fucking fascinating. Knight him, please. <laughs> and the queen was like, "Yeah, bro," because that, that's how they talk. Yeah. So, sub G, <laughs> yeah, that's Big Mama G. I'm the queen, bitch. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then she chest bumps you. Yeah, the royals, man, they're great. Slaps you on the ass with her uh, scepter. Oh, not a queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> we better stop her. The next thing is ki- uh, queen and kink. <laughs> Ooh, I'd watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, his rose guy is interesting, but they, uh, I mean, like, yeah, Captain Cole. He's a guy that wears a parka. Yep. And has a cold gun that freezes people. Yes. Should be dumb. It's got, It works sometimes. It, it kind of Not works. all the time. No. Not all the time. Uh, the uh, Trickster. The Trickster. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you watch the old series or the new series, it's pretty much just him being the Joker again. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Yes. Because, you know, he's still probably my favorite Joker of all time. In, in the comics, he's, like, actually kind of a tragic thing because, like, he understands he's insane. Doesn't he dress up? A while? Uh, is he the one that dresses up like a jester? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the comic books, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes, like, the Flash will just show up and talk him down and be like, come on, let, let's get you back to the hospital. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That is sad. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Captain Cold, I don't know if, because uh, I haven't read enough of, like, his just flat-out storylines. Because uh, in the show, they're doing this, like, um, you know, Willie, won't he be a good guy? Right. You know, like, he always thinks he's about to do the right thing, but then at the very end, he's like, nah, I'm still going to do me. Yeah, I'm still do. But they have this great, uh, there's one great scene in the first season where uh, the Flash takes Captain Cold out into the woods. He's like, don't kill anymore. I'll let you do your thing. He's like, I can respect that. Will you give me a lift back? And the Flash is like, ha! And it just disappears. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if that's really happened in the comic books. I don't know. I, I know in don't. Flashpoint Paradox, he was Citizen Cold. 
in the alternate universe. Right. And was actually a good guy that people still didn't trust. Right. So, yeah, I'm not for sure how much they've really played with that idea. But that makes Captain Cold interesting. Uh, I think that with all of... All of the Flash's villains have that interesting... Like, they're, you, they are all ridiculous. Oh, very much so. Captain Boomerang fights people with boomerangs. <laughs> well, yeah, it's in the name. At least yeah. he's honest. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, telepathic gorilla. A telepathic Robert. gorilla. A half-man, half-shark. Oh, sure. yeah. uh, uh, there's just so many weirdness. There's the opposite Captain Cold. I can't remember his name. He's Scorcher or something? Yeah, he just has a fire gun instead of a cold gun. Yeah. Okay. How would any of these people be an honest threat for the Flash? And That's what makes no sense. Some, well... Captain Cold, it makes sense in the comics because he just makes the ground ice and the Flash loses traction and crashes. I want to know how many times that's happened. A lot. Get used to it. Either that or, like, a person will be able to crack the earth and trip the Flash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, could you imagine how many scraped knees he's had? How many boo-boos he's he's received? I'm going to get off topic for just a second, but only kind of. Have you seen... Uh, Teen Titans versus Justice League. No. It was an animated movie that came out last year, and it has one of the funniest, not funny scenes ever. Okay. Because it, it focuses on the Teen Titans getting to know Raven and uh, Bruce Bruce Wayne's son, Damian? Uh, Damian Wayne, as Robin, coming into the Teen Titans. Okay. And those two don't get along, and then it's a whole because no, Damien Wayne's a real dick. Well, yes, <laughs> but like she, she comes in newer than him. Raven does, yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows anything about her past. They're just supposed to accept her, and then her father is pretty much the devil, right? Is pretty much the devil, mm-hmm. and he comes into the earth and controls all the Justice League. Oh, okay. Well, there's a scene where Superman gets broken free uh, of the control. Yeah, and is trying to get Flash to snap out of it, and he can't. And he's like, screw this, jumps up and, like, slams his leg into the Flash's, breaks both of them backwards. And is like, how, like, it snaps him out of it, and he's like, how long will it take you to heal? And he's like, two hours at best, but what the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, you've got ten minutes, and takes off. (laughs) Does he walk on his hands? No. No, like, he heals. Uh. Like, <laughs> you never think you'd see Superman be like, suck it up, bitch, and yeah. fly away. <laughs> but that's, that's what he did. Huh. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I wanted to watch it. I just haven't got a chance to. It's, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, a little gruesome. In some <laughs> huh. Barry, Barry, please listen to me. I'm done with this. <laughs> Crash. Cowboy up, you sack of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, broke both of his legs. Not one of them. <laughs> both of them. He could have started with a toe. That might have worked. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> I mean... Whatever. Uh, I think... Break an arm? Something that isn't directly related to his powers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking... Speaking of... Um, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, but uh, those DC animated movies. My favorite one still to this day is The Flashpoint Paradox. It's really good. I think they did a great job. And, you know, that centers around The Flash. It just starts with him waking up one day at work and his mom comes in <laughs> to and is like, Hey, it's my birthday. You're taking me out for lunch. And he's like, What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Uh, and... That was actually a huge uh, changing point in the comics. Yeah, that's what started the New 52. Exactly. Yeah, like I said, every time they need something like like to en- encompass the entire DC universe, they fall back to the Flash. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, what's that? Blackest Night. 
He's a huge part of the Blackest Night, which is technically a Green Lantern story. Yeah. But uh, that's him and um, Kyle Rayner. Yes. That's a Green Lantern. No, Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan and him have always had a great like buddy cop rapport. Yeah, they, they've always had a great friendship. Um, yeah. it, the Blackest Night actually starts with the two of them talking over Bruce Wayne's grave. Mm-hmm. And Did I ever tell you how I read that comic? No. My buddy let me borrow uh, the graphic novel of it. Right. And uh, I was really excited to read it, but I got home late that night and I had to work the next day. So I woke up, sat down on my couch with a book in my hand. I was going to read, like, I had a half hour before I had to be at work. And all of a sudden, I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, yeah, like, I, I was, I, I sharted bad. <laughs> Because I was having stomach issues, apparently out of nowhere. Okay. So, before I get up and clean myself off, I pull my cell phone out of my pocket, I call off work, then I go clean myself up, and then I just laid in bed and read that comic all day. <laughs> That's how I read Darkest Night. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of the cool things about Darkest Night is... You don't have to shit yourself to read it. No. I, I think. No. Uh, it, not recommended. It would be great if every, like, <laughs> you're like, dude, I shit myself while reading it, too. There's not everybody that's <laughs> it's ever like read Blackest Night. Like, it's so awesome that people just can't help from shit themselves, even if they don't get the awesomeness. It's the most joyful laxative I've ever uh, <laughs> partook in. Like, yeah. they start prescribing that at doctor's offices. For <laughs> <laughs> you know, as soon as they touch it, it's like, thank you. Thank, thanks. Yes. Uh, no, but one of the cool things about Blackest Night is it shows what the different heroes would be like, what rings that they would earn if they were to get a ring. And Barry Allen, like, shines very brightly blue, which is the Ring of Hope, yeah, as we've discussed very, before. very fitting for the Flash. Yeah. Uh, his thing is always, because look at how dark his life has been, but he's always hopeful that it gets better. He's He always sees the best in humanity. Yes. Like, no matter what. Very much so. Doesn't matter. Like, he he's let Captain Cold screw him over so many times, because he still sees hope in him. Right. Uh, which is just a really cool character trait for a hero, you know? Yeah, he he's willing to to be the human instead of the hero in a lot of in a lot of encounters. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I I phrased that correctly, but it actually works quite well. Um, I wasn't I was looking at my computer screen. I, I and I know I said mm-hmm. like I understood by it and hear a word you said. I, I was googling something. I'm glad that you're I'm so honest, invested in this podcast. No, I, I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm not looking up Legos on eBay this time, I promise. <laughs> uh, Superman issue 199 is what I was looking up. Okay. Uh, Superman races the Flash. Oh, okay. Because I remember originally uh, Superman 1. Right. Which pissed me off. Because, like, that's just one of his powers is he can move fast. Right. You know, that's the only thing the Flash has. Fastest man Run, Barry, run. You yeah. know? Uh, they did go He's back. He's not Forrest Gump. Although, could you imagine a Forrest Gump flash? Oh, man, that would be great. (laughs) I always said the life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get by. (laughs) I just started running, and then I was in in Vietnam. (laughs) That's a good segue. Like, you don't have to, no time lapses or anything. He starts running, and all of a sudden, he's in Vietnam. He gets shot in the butt cheek. Uh, something jumped up and bit me. I, I still don't like him talking like he's cracked out, though, the whole time. Like, something bit, something bit me, something bit me! <laughs> boom, he's shaking hands with JFK all of a sudden while his, <laughs> while his butt is still bleeding from the bullet. No, it's super healing, dude. That's true. Yeah. Um, that's great. <laughs> um, they did. It was either the sequel or just a little side conversation. But you do find out they did go back and fix it. Where the Flash actually let Superman win. Right. Which I liked. I appreciated that a minute. Yeah, they, they did it quite well because uh, you see that he's going to win, and I think Superman just kind of needed it. What do you think they raced? What? what? 
Where do you think they raced at? I think they raced across the world. Universe. Oh. It was, uh, it was from Earth. Uh, they would race to the nearest edge of the Milky Way galaxy and back, roughly 40,000 light years. Flash's aura was charged with energy <clears throat> that would transmute interstellar dust into oxygen for him to breathe and a path of, w- of which to run. Comics, of course. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the rest of the JLA held captive in their own headquarters, Flash and Superman began the race. As they, encou- and as they encountered traps ranging from odd interstellar life forms to kryptonite meteors hmm, and unfriendly planets, of course. Right. Superman made a startling discovery. Rock and so- Sorbon? Sorban. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we're still on the home planet gambling. Who gives a shit? Get to- I, want, I want to see the end. The reverse Flash showed up. Sure. Uh, the finish appeared different from different angles, probably due to the rel- relativistic speeds. Is that a word? <laughs> relativistic. R e l a t i v i s t i c. Relativistic. Sure. Sure. Uh, speeds at which they must have been traveling. Odd how many cheesy sounding plot devices can turn out to have a scientific explanation. Sure. I don't think any of that was scientific. I think they just said <laughs> this mumbo jumbo, my friend. And that, that is yeah, from my, my energy can also make space dust oxygen. Well, they had to have it set up. I mean, it was. <laughs> they gave Superman a spacesuit for years. Why couldn't they do something? Did so... they really? Yeah. Why? Because he didn't know that he didn't need it in space. Superman can do anything that he tries once. Hmm. The Flash also raced uh, Jay Garrick, the original Flash. So that's cool. Sure. Yeah. There was a really dark storyline with him and Green Lantern. Um, uh, with The Flash? Yeah. Uh, what one? I, is, um, uh, hold on one second. I'm actually going All right, well, uh, moving on to the third Flash. Wally West. Wally West. Uh, technically the first Flash comic I ever read uh, was uh, Kid Flash and Wally West was him. All right. Yeah. It uh, wasn't good. <laughs> I remember that. It was one of the hell is one of the first comic books I ever wrote. Uh, not wrote. I didn't. Re- I didn't write it. Read. <laughs> well, he was actually introduced in the Flash number one, um, back in nineteen forty. No, nineteen fifty nine. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, he's Wally West or not Wally West, uh, Barry Allen's nephew. Right. Um, is he, is he from the future? No, he is not. He's not? Okay. He, he is his actual nephew from the same time frame, got his powers in a similar way. Okay. Um, yeah, he uh, he adopted the identity of Kid Flash and uh, was a Teen Titan for a long time. Um, He's part of the Young Justice series now, isn't he? I think. Uh, he was, yeah. Uh, they've not done Young Justice in a couple years now. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't keep up with it, I'm sorry. Yeah, they did two seasons and it got canceled. I had a buddy that was really into it. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. I've seen some episodes where, like, Aqualad goes bad and stuff. You, you, I, I do recommend people watch it. It's on Netflix. It, it's very good storytelling. Yeah, my son watches it. It seems a little dark for a four-year-old. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's no medium. Uh, when it comes to DC, you get that or you get the new Teen Titans Go, which is yeah. too kiddish. Uh, but I I don't know. I sit and watched an hour and a half of it with Parker at uh, our buddy's house. Yeah. And uh, I, I actually enjoyed myself. You just need to get him Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, That's good for all DVD. ages. What's wrong with you? What kind of monster do you think I am, Robert? <laughs> oh, I caught him watching the Flashpoint Paradox, though. I had to stop it. Cause, oh, yeah. I mean, like Wonder Woman flat out hangs a man. Yeah. Uh, Batman shoots somebody. Yeah, that, a, that's not a good one for... It's not a good one for kids. That and Killing Joke. 
Yeah, I wasn't planning on that. <laughs> it goes from bat sex to Commissioner Gordon, Gordon in his underwear and implied rape. I just wasn't going to let it happen. Uh, Hell, yeah. I haven't watched it. Um, Earth-12 uh, was get... Ah. Take it from the top, buddy. Yep. West adopted uh, the Flash identity in Crisis on Infinite Earths number 12 and was given his own series. Um, the Flash Volume 2, uh, number 1, came out in 1987. Um, he tried catchphrases. My name is Wally West. I'm the fastest man alive. Okay. Yeah. He tried them. It didn't work. Um, due to infinite cri- the Infinite Crisis miniseries and the one year later jump in time that the DC Universe uh, did, the Flash Volume 2 in January 2000... Did my I just have a stroke? What happened with my notes? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was reading a page on the internet again. God close. damn it, Danny! <laughs> I'm looking at the next Flash, so I'm prepared. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care about Kid Flash. I'm sorry. Uh, well, he was the Flash for a while, and that's when Jesse Quick came in. She was his partner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he uh, he was the Flash for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't reading at that time though, so I still don't care. <laughs> I right. know we're an information podcast, but. So, uh, that's stuff that happened. Moving on to the... Bart Allen. I haven't pulled up on Wikipedia. There you go. Uh, Bart Allen is a fictional superhero in the DC Comics universe. Allen first appeared as the superhero Impulse, a teenage sidekick of the superhero The Flash. In 1986. Yeah, before uh, later becoming the second hero known as Kid Flash. So yes. he, t- he took uh, Wally West's spot. Yes, he did. Uh, there is a storyline I remember reading with Wally West in it. it was, I think it was all the Flashes. You know. Probably. Uh, they did an episode of it in uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold, which I guess that would be a good medium one. That uh, Speaking of the DC uh, uh, cartoons, cartoons that, that's the perfect medium. I don't know if you ever sit down and watch that. There not, are I've, some really good episodes. I've seen one or two, but I've not... not oh, there's some really bad ones. There are some really great ones, and the finale is fucking fantastic. It made me tear up a little bit. Huh. Uh, and it's ridiculous. Like, Batmite shows up. And starts tampering with, you know, time and space, blah, blah, blah. As, as you do. Yeah. And at the very end, like, you think there's no more Batman, and Batman just walks up. It's like, there will always be a Batman for you. Yeah, that's how it ends. Just like, I think that you... I was like, holy shit! Like, I got goosebumps just thinking about it. I think that you brought this up before, and you've told me that story where he's like, every generation has a Batman. There's always a Batman for you. Yeah, and he's just like, I'll always be there for you, kids. I was like, you will always be there for me, Batman! <laughs> and my son's looking at me like I'm stupid. Well, at that point, is I he was wrong? no, uh, <laughs> and they did a great job with Aquaman. He's a pompous asshole. Well, he acts really regal, like he's like he's uh, <coughs> you know, like he's Jean Luc Picard losing his hair or something. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the good medium. If you have a if you have a kid or if you're just really bored one night, watch Brave and the Bull. Yeah. There's some great Joker episodes. Surprisingly, huh? Yeah, there's yeah, one where like, uh, like I said, I, I never really got into the show. I've seen a couple of episodes, and it just. I don't know. I guess the episodes that I saw didn't really speak to me, you know. Oh, it's hit and miss. Don't get me wrong. It's not a perfect series. <laughs> but uh, you have Adam West in some episodes and stuff. Uh, uh, this is going to get off the flash for a minute. There already was. But have you seen where the new cartoon with uh, the original Batman... Oh, the 1960s? Rom- yes. I haven't got to see it yet. I want to. Oh, Did man. Did you watch it? I've not watched it yet. Oh, okay. But, I hear good things. It's getting great reviews. Yeah, it's getting some amazing reviews. I want to watch it. I think that we should watch it and then do just a quick review on it. Honestly. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, they're already working on a sequel where they found a, a unused script 
from the 60s where they meet Two-Face. Because Two-Face never got brought into the 60s That's right. series. And they're doing that as the next movie. Very exciting, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you know, Impulse sucked. So <laughs> <laughs> This is why I tried to get him out of the way earlier. I don't care about these guys. I'm sorry. I read a couple of Impulse comics when I was a kid. They weren't good. Uh, I don't know. Because in the show that you had mentioned earlier, the not the Teen Titans one, but... Uh, Young Justice? Young Justice. Uh-huh. They brought him in. Impulse? They brought Impulse okay. in, and it was actually kind of interesting the way that they did everything. Okay. Well, I'm talking about the original 90s interpretation of him, is what I was dealt. And see, I don't remember too much of him from the comic, but then again, I never read, really read DC all My brother, uh, four years older than I am. Right. And he got into comic books, that's how I got into him. Right. Um, and he bought nothing but DC. If he saw DC, he picked it up. And so I get handed down some of his Impulse comics. Well, DC is how I got started, the, de- the death of Superman. Yeah, same um, I think we've had this conversation. Yes, yeah. but I very quickly went Marvel, and I didn't have any. Oh, as soon as I saw their cartoons, I was Marvel <laughs> for the rest of my life. Uh, fucking X-Men still. Like, Best theme song ever. Oh, we know. Yeah, you have to a little bit. Great show. I haven't got to watch it in a long time. I wonder if it holds up. Uh, it's kind of rough at, at, it? at times. I know the Spider-Man cartoon is pretty rough now. Yeah. The, the it, animation just, like, stutters. Yeah, it's 90s. Weird. 90s, man. Yeah, it was a dark period. It was a dark period for comics, really. Yes. We got some great storylines, but then we got, you know, Yeah, at the very impulse. beginning of the modern age, it got weird. But yeah. if it wasn't for that weirdness, then we wouldn't have great comics like Deadpool. True. Yeah. Because Deadpool was born during that era. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, well... I think that it's time to move on to the end. To the end! To the end! There's not much! No. There's a show in the 90s. That's probably really bad. <laughs> I remember watching an episode or two uh, with my buddy Joel when we were really young. Uh, and it was rough, man. Yeah, it, it's, it's really hard to do an and on The Flash because normally when we would talk about and, we would talk about offshoot stories or... Uh, video games, or he's appeared in some video games. He he's appeared in some video games. Yeah, the uh, I I love Injustice. I love. He's, the... I I I played as him the most in Injustice. Yeah, but as you can attest to, I'm not very good at the game. So I, I wouldn't attest to that. I think that I just when it came out, played way too much of it. Maybe uh, it makes no sense because we played that. You kicked my ass every round. Then we played Mortal Kombat, and I kicked your ass every round. Yeah. They're very similar skill sets, but they're just off enough that it, it fucks with both of us. Yeah, it's weird. Because, I mean, they're the same game. Essentially. But I guess with Mortal Kombat, I've been playing it since the first one. Well, so have I. Uh, oh. But you get better at it, Robert. When, when, I was, <laughs> when I was playing on it, I never played it on any kind of console. It was always the arcade. Oh, I see. I had it for the Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo. Uh, I think I dropped out around... After 4, because 4 was pretty rough. Yeah, I, I always got it on the arcade. I think that the... F- I got Mortal Kombat 2 many years later. Yeah, that that to me is still the hardest one. Uh, yeah. I very rarely could beat it, which I, is strange. I ended up getting all of the secrets on, on it unlocked. Oh, yeah? Okay. Um, Chameleon was always weird. Yeah, or not Chameleon. Uh, Reptile? No, no Reptile's a playable character in that one. Uh, Smoke wasn't. Th- there's there's a secret character that constantly changes color. Yeah, that's Chameleon. Okay. They, they brought him in as a real character in... Uh, Armageddon or something like that because I jumped right back on it Deadly Alliance as soon as I went next gen uh, well back then next gen right uh, and I played consistently um, you know I, I played Deadly Alliance because my friend had it um, 
And that one was interesting because that was the first one that encompassed 3D space. Why are we talking about Mortal Kombat one. on it, the Flash? The, I'll bring it back up. Okay. I'll bring it around. Uh, no, 4 was the first one that did 3D space. Okay. And it was, it was awful. Awful. But uh, that was the first one where everybody got three different fighting styles and stuff. And then they just got too ridiculous with it. And their reboot originally was Mortal Kombat versus DC. Right. They tried to do the Marvel versus Capcom thing. Kind of. It didn't really go over as well. Uh, the gameplay was good. Yeah, it, I, I actually liked to, that one. Me uh, too. The way that the Flash controlled in that game was very fun. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the you one had reason, heroic brutalities. That's the reason the game didn't do so well. Do uh, do so well. You can't take the fatalities out of Mortal Kombat. Turns out. It, well, uh, they still technically beat them to death. Yeah. No decapitations, and if you hit them, well, there wasn't thirty-seven rib cages. Uh, you in, know, in the uh, in the original version of the game, not the version that came to America, Joker straight up shoots a person on screen. Yeah, now it face. cuts away. Yeah. You know they kept that. Now in the in the newer ones, Shang Tsung turns into a clown. It, it and does shoots, that exact and, thing. Oh god, I wish they cut away because like you just see the tongue wiggling around yep. and stuff. It's very disgusting. <laughs> but uh yeah in both those games, uh I played the Flash way more than anybody. Yeah, Injustice was very fun. I, I like I got good at all the characters because, like I said, I played way too much. But I always played as either the Flash or Green Arrow. Those were my go-to characters. I can't. I couldn't play as the Green Arrow. I, you have to be really good at timing. And that's what I got really good at. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Especially with his uh, specialty arrows because if I need you to slow down, I can hit you with a nice arrow. You can't slow the Flash down. He's the fastest man alive. Yeah, I can if I freeze him. I do love his... Like his um, they did a great job... With his uh, the finishing move, what I don't where know he runs that. around. He the runs earth. around the earth and then punches you. It's yeah, fucking awesome, dude. Um, and then he's in the Lego games as well. He is. My, I, my son likes to play as him. He's hard say, to control. You, you would be the expert here on the... very. Fa- oh, I played way too many of them. Can you think of any video games that he's been in aside from the Mortal Kombat games, or was he in any good cartoons? Because I did. I do have to say this: there was an episode of the Batman. That he was in. I never watched The Batman, except for The Batman vs. Dracula, and spoiler alert, it's not very good. <laughs> I, something about Rastafari and Joker, I can't get into. There's only one episode that I've seen okay. uh, of The Batman, and mm. it's this episode where the Flash is in it, and basically they fight mirror versions of themselves. There's okay. a mirror version of Batman that whoops Batman's ass initially, and then there's a mirror version of the Flash that does the same thing, and they find out that people are using mirrors to create copies of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's actually a really great episode of um, Batman the Brave and the Bold where uh, it, it kind of goes for the, I, I guess, the Flashpoint thing where he goes back to the past. Mm-hmm. Or is, No, I'm sorry. They, get, they all get stuck in the future because of Reverse Flash, but you get every Flash that's ever existed teaming up at the very end. Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. Uh, I think uh, the original Flash is the last one to show up, and he's kind of like the last little bit of speed they need, and it shows them all on the cosmic treadmills at once and stuff, all working together. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it, I'm telling you, the show has some great moments. Huh. Um, that episode really stuck out a lot, and uh, me and my son both really enjoyed that episode. Okay. Because uh, we're both big Flash fans for some reason. I don't know. That's Like I said, that's one of the first superheroes well, that... He, he's one of the most relatable. Yeah. The, the others, the reason that DC Comics... Uh, some people love this, some people don't. I'm one of the people that falls into the don't category. When it comes to DC Comics, because a lot of them that are still around today were made during times of war, they were propaganda comics. And mm-hmm. so they had to make these American characters larger than life. Like Captain America. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they became gods. Mm-hmm. They could do no wrong. Yeah, Superman was the, their big one for that. Superman, Wonder Woman, oh, yeah, Wonder Batman... Woman. 
Not as much Batman. At the time. Like, Batman Batman could do wrong because he was killing people, mm. but he was killing bad guys. Right. And they used him for war propaganda, as we brought up. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. for a while, he killed a lot of Asians. Yeah, there was that bad guy. I can't remember his name, but he was a, a yellow egg with squinty eyes. Yeah. Rough times, man. Um, Humpty Dumpty? Something like that. It's, <laughs> it's not worth looking up, to be honest with you. No. But, uh... I don't want I don't want Google to think I'm racist. Right, and and so like Jake Yerig or Kerrig or however we've been saying his name, I have yet to figure out Garrick. How, Garrick. Um, he was one of the larger than life. The Golden Age comics were larger than life, and all of their predecessors that still maintain those names are still that. They're still the god characters. Mm. But Barry Allen came after that point because he came in after Jake Gehrig's run. Like, several years, as we discussed. Right. And so, they started new with him, and they at that point, Marvel Comics was already a thing, and they were realizing that the deeper emotions of the characters are speaking to people, and so that's what they did with him. They gave him a tragic backstory without it dehumanizing him, uh, making him a great, relatable character, because he is flawed, but he's, you know, he's what you're supposed to look up to. He's the most hopeful Yes. Which was why I loved him getting the blue ring. He's always, you know, I, yeah, he's just the most hopeful. Yeah. I love it. Um, also, I just, I, I went back to Google and I, you know, it throws up your recent searches. For some reason, I accidentally Googled my password to my computer two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping I wasn't sober. I don't know. <laughs> you probably were. That's the sad part. Hmm. Um, but yeah, on, on to the now. Sure, yeah. Uh, we got a fantastic TV series. Yeah. Uh, which I've been playing catch-up on big time. I've watched probably 12 episodes in the last two days. Uh, Long-ass seasons, man. First season's 22 episodes. Yeah, uh, but they're, they're, it's an amazing show. Um, they did a very good job of explaining things in a lot of ways. It's very campy at times. But Especially at the beginning. Yes. I, I like. I think that's why I walked away for a little bit, because the beginning of the first season is, we're all friends, and it saves the day. Yeah. Kind of like Doctor Who pulls that off sometimes, but they're literally like, he'll try to explain it, and then he's like, you know what? Love saved the day. And then he just walks away. <laughs> they do that without the cheap nod, you know? Right. And it just makes you kind of sick. Yeah, a little bit. A little too sad. But it got, it got a lot better very quickly. Very fast. Yes. Yeah. Because the Flash. I was about to That's say fun. it. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's pathetic. Um, it got better in a Flash. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but going back to it, I, I'm i in, in love with this show right now. Yeah, I, I've seen the first two seasons. I, 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 I tried <laughs> watching the episodes that have come out so far of this season, mm-hmm. but the place that, like, every time I did, my internet was out, and it's like... I, I, I can't catch up. My brother's been keeping up, and he says it's been very good, because this is the Flashpoint season. Uh, right. Um, which I'm excited about. I've I've watched the first season and then what was it five episodes of season two, uh, which I was up to like three o'clock in the morning watching last night. So I'm still trying. And after this flash episode's done, I'm gonna finish it. Right. Uh, so you finished the first season. I don't want to talk about it. Have you seen the video of Kevin Smith crying? No, I avoided it. Like I knew. Uh, throw a spoiler alert out there. Uh, but at this point, I think everybody knows that he has the chance to go rescue his mom, stop his mom from being yeah. murdered by Reverse Flash. And I knew that he didn't save her at the end because of, you know, other podcasts I listened to and stuff. Right, right. I still teared up because nobody had told me that not only does he make it there, future him just holds out one finger or one hand and is like, just don't do it. Yeah. So he just closes the door and bawls while his mother gets stabbed to death. Yeah. And then has to go out and comfort her while she dies. 
It's fucking intense, man. Yeah. Really well done, though. Very well done. Uh, he gets to make his mom smile one last time. Like, before his mom draws her last breath, she knows what his son becomes. Right. He he becomes um, a man in a giant rubber suit. Well, no, he, he says the fuck. <laughs> sure. It's not that big of a suit. He's a very small guy. Dick. <laughs> Don't ruin it. It's very... It's, it's good television. No, it, it really is. It's an amazing moment in the show, uh, which this show has a lot of those... Uh, the guy that plays the reverse Flash. I've only really seen him in Scrubs. He plays the main character's brother, JD's brother. I didn't know that. Yeah, never thought I could take him seriously, because he's insanely goofy on that show. Now that you say that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he's like the main bad guy. And he pulls it off wonderfully. Yes. He's the bad guy that you don't want to hate. Uh, it, yeah. For the most part. For the most part. Unless he's in that yellow suit, then you're like, oh, fuck that guy. Kick his ass. <laughs> but when he's in his wheelchair... I, he's he's always there to help everybody. It's so, so weird. I, I think that we need to pause this because there's a video you need to see. What? The Kevin Smith video. <sighs> All right, and we're back from being paused. I had Danny watch the Kevin Smith cry video. I mean, I teared up a little bit. Damn, that guy cried. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man, this is big. <laughs> Listen to Hold My Beer, you'll get that joke. Oh, man. That was fun. Um, yeah, okay. That was... Yeah, I guess. I couldn't imagine getting that invested in anything. I didn't cry that hard when my son was born. Um, but uh, I think my favorite part, speaking of that, uh, Joe, the father figure in the show... He is, is an amazing actor. Yeah. Uh, he's made me cheer up more than anybody. His yeah. speeches to Barry, that heart-to-heart, even... Uh, there's a... Is it season two where Iris's mom comes back? I think it's early yes. season two. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, she tells him that he's she's dying and stuff, and Iris is still like, eh, get out of my life. Right. And uh, him just, like, his explanation of why he lied to her, said that she was dead uh, because she was a drug addict um, and everything, and just the, you know, I thought I could love you enough and all this stuff, and he's just bawling like a baby the whole time. I'm like, I want to cry with you. The Probably the most emotional episode for me, uh, it, it does involve him. It's the episode, season one, where Barry yells at him and says, you're not my father. Yeah, that's pretty early on. Yeah, and yeah. then near the end of the episode, he goes, no, I, I was wrong. I have two fathers. Yeah. And you, you're the one that taught me to shave. You're the one that taught me how to drive a car. You're the one that has always been for him there. the most. Been there for him the most, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, he's a great actor. It has a great cast. Like, the guy that plays Cisco is this, this great, like, whimsical <laughs> kid, you know, yeah. pretty much in a grown man's body. It, it seems like he makes most of his weapon, like, his guns out of Nerf guns. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like it. And just, uh, he has this thing where he wants to name all the supervillains. Yeah. But if somebody gives a good one, he's instantly their friend. It's like, you know what, I'm proud, of, it's my thing, but I'm proud of you. And he hugs them, like, every time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Caitlin's a great character. Uh, Caitlin Snow. Yeah. In the comics and in, in the second the newer season. Newer episodes. Uh, Killer Frost, right? Uh, Killer Frost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've but the only... last name is Snow. Who who would have seen that come? Oh, right? Um, on the nose. But yeah, just an amazing cast. They, they're doing their villains in a very interesting way. They're doing their heroes in a very interesting way. I like the way CW does their stuff. Um, it was it was a little bit uh, bad guy of the week at first. Yeah, but then like you get so enveloped with the Reverse Flash and uh, Captain it, Cold keeps still, coming back. It's still very much bad guy of the week, but there's always an enveloping story. Going right, on. they're all interwoven so well that yeah, you, you don't really you can't tell after a while. Um, like I, I've I've said this a couple times on this podcast. I don't like the Green Arrow show. 
I watched the first episode and never went back. I, I wasn't much on either. I've tried watching it a couple times. I don't like it. I do like it when they cross over. Yeah. Unless it is, well, we're doing a two-episode crossover, one where you have to watch Flash and one where you have to go and find the Arrow episode if you want the full story. Yeah, I've never, messed, you, I've never messed with going and finding <laughs> the other halves. I just, I don't know. And I've heard Arrow gets really good season two. Because it's not as dark and gritty and he's not killing people all the time. Oh, maybe. Because uh, Green Arrow in the comic books, not that dark of a character. Right. Uh, he's very quippy and uh, kind of a smartass. Yeah, he, he's a fun character. Yeah. He, he, he's like, if if uh, Hawkeye had Spider-Man's quips. Kind of, in a sense, yeah. And, and then you get really old, bitter uh, Green Arrow, which I love, in like Dark Knight Returns and stuff. Right. Um, I, have, I watched the first episode of... Heroes of Tomorrow, or Legends of Tomorrow. I've not seen any of that. First episode's pretty convoluted. Um, and it kind of spoiled something from The Flash. Probably the uh, crossover episode. Uh, well, no, because there's just there's a new half of Firestorm. So it's like, oh, well, that guy has to die. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I, I like figured, how that's where you go, well, this guy needs to die. Well, he had to. And you know what? He did. Yeah. Season finale. Season one. Yeah. Yeah. But. they did the second very, time he died. They did it in a very <laughs> cool way. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just watched the one of the last episodes I watched is where they finally knew half of Firestorm. So yeah, that episode they give Firestorm a whole episode. Yeah, uh, it's very it, cool. it, they do a very good job. Like anytime they introduce a new idea, they take pretty much the episode to introduce the idea. Mm-hmm. Except for yeah, there there there's multiple universes. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, essentially. If you didn't see that coming <laughs> though, and they give you a hint. Uh, in the season finale, you see uh, original Flash's helmet come through the right wormhole. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Yay!" But you just assume that's from the past. You don't assume that that's an alternate dimension. Oh no, I figured no. That's not what I thought at all. Oh, I, I, I that Flash like, wouldn't be in that timeline. When I watched, I just assumed that it was was a previous Flash that had existed before. Oh, see, no, because every story that I've read personally with Jay Garrick, and it's been an Earth Two story. So no, no, I saw that. Had I was like, "Oh, multiverse." Okay, but if you don't know that, then I could understand. Yeah. Right. I understand. Because it is a very old-timey looking outfit. And he looks kind of ridiculous in season two, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I just thought that he was, like, because Barry traveled to the past, it was just something that got lost in time when a past one is, like, trapped in time. I thought that's where they were going. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Because um, when uh, when, when Thawne sees that come out, he goes, oh, it's time for me to go. Yeah. Because he recognizes it. Yeah. Um, I, that episode... Uh, that's all still season finale of season one. You get that tragic moment where Kevin Smith cries like crazy. Uh, yes. But then after that, you get this kind of like badass moment where Barry Allen just comes tearing through that fucking wormhole and just decks the shit out of Reverse Flash. Right. And I was like, oh, and hell yeah. breaks the get ship Barry. he's in. Like... I'm pretty sure I yelled, get him, Barry. And I was sitting <laughs> in this room by myself watching on this laptop. Yeah, he, he comes through the wormhole. He punches the ship that Thawne's in mm-hmm. and just like disintegrates it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those moments where you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, he can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's good. Watch it. So I mean, there's another Flash currently, uh, cinematically. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, they have shown him. Twice. Twice. Yes. Uh, first time was Batman v Superman. You see him. You, you see footage. Of a kid taking out a guy in a convenience store. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, which is a cool little thing. Right. Um, you see somebody just like taking stuff, and he's like getting milk or something like that from the cooler. And you see the milk start to fall as he disappears. Light, lightning starts appearing, mm-hmm. and then it, it just quick. He takes out the guy, and he catches the milk before it hits the ground. Yep, it's a cool little scene, and it's a good setup. You know what his powers are. If you don't know who the Flash is, you're right. like, oh, he's fast as shit. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was interesting that 
they showed him there. And I, I, I kind of like the idea of lightning starts before he moves. Yeah. Like, he almost powers it up. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because um, when they showed the trailer for the Justice League movie, mm-hmm. it when uh, Bruce Wayne throws the batarang... Well, we'll get to that, but he, the next place he showed up was Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yes. Uh, which is just him taking out Captain Boomerang, right? Captain Boomerang, yep. And yeah. you don't really see too much of him. He, he's he, in his costume, though, isn't he's he? He's in his costume, and he says a line, and then it's just understood that Captain Boomerang lost... Yeah. <laughs> well, his name's Captain Boomerang. It's not surprising. Yeah. But yeah, then the Justice League trailer, which I'm sure we've talked about on here. I think that we have, uh, and we've talked about the Flash on that. Being the best part? Uh, being the best part yeah. because he's so quippy and all that. But going back to his powers, once again, they show the lightning starting before he actually moves out of the way of the Boomerang. I did like that because it, it didn't show him go fast at all. It just went slow motion yeah. while he's moving normal. It didn't go super speed. They used it, you know, the opposite, opposite effect. Yeah. yeah, to show his powers. And he's kind of like, you know, the Boomerang starts to go by him. He just kind of looks at it, looks at Bruce Wayne, looks at it, he's like, oh shit, he's Batman. Grabs it. <laughs> <laughs> Which they kind of, like, that's kind of taken from uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 1. Oh, shit, it is. Yeah. When he punches the locker, he just moves out of the way, looks at the crushed-in locker. Look yeah, when Flash Thompson's trying yeah. to beat him up. Yeah, holy shit. I never put that... Yeah, okay. Which, to me, it seems like the Flash in the Justice League movie is going to be a Marvel character in a DC movie. Well, once again, going back to what I said earlier. It needs it. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yes. Some uh, levity, you know. Hopefully they're able they're to find up. that sweet spot. Because I understand they're trying to make themselves different from Marvel... But if you go too different, then you lose that thing that people like mm-hmm. that drives them to movies. And and these last two, it was entertainment. We were browbeaten yeah. into, no, th- this is serious shit. I still enjoyed Suicide Squad. I know it's a very divisive movie for some reason. Yeah. I, it's a comic book movie. I, come on, guys. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I know that they did a lot of cuts, mm-hmm. um, which I'm interested to see what the original was. Oh, it comes out like Tuesday, doesn't it? Uh, something like that. On, on digital, at least. Yeah. Um, um, hey man, that's more Jared Leto Joker for us. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I still think my brother's punking me every time that movie gets brought up. He's like, best Joker ever, man. My no, there's Joker no fucking way. I think You're... I think he's punking me. No, I think it's he's fucking with my mind. There's no fucking way. Uh, Jared Leto Joker is the worst Joker cinematically ever, and I've not liked any of the others. So you put that together. I've liked all of them, but this one, in, in some one way or another, uh, except for Rastafarian Joker from the Batman. That one might be a little bit worse than Jared. Leto. <laughs> No, no, it's not possible. I don't know, man. Watch it. Um, <laughs> you gotta put your hand above your mouth. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that because then I would block the uh, microphone. Uh, uh, see? <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna annoy you real. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait till you see my toys. It has three Is that speeds. a drill, though? No, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, drill, though. That would have made that movie better. <laughs> He scares around the drill, though, just, like, pokes people in the face with it. So. <laughs> uh, th- I think the Joker just sexually assaulted me. Th- there was one scene, and it was only for a second where I was like, okay, I can see him as the Joker. And it was only for one second. It's where he's talking to the guard, and he makes the guard kiss his rings, and then he sits on his lap going, I knew you liked me. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, like, that immediately, I was like, okay, that moment, he's the Joker. And then they immediately did away with it, with the exact... That was by far the most Jokerish moment, but I did like the... Um, uh, Harley's um, like baptism scene, yeah, with the bat where he actually talks her into doing it and stuff to prove herself, and then uh, just it's jumps in after. Way better than the one that they did in, in newer comics, the new Fifty Two. Yeah, you, you told me you hated that one. Oh man, because well, 
they took all levity from the character. The character of Harley Quinn was always she chose this life, mm. you know, and she could if it if, if it wasn't for the fact that she for whatever reason loves originally loves Joker so much that she can't get away from it, she would be a normal functioning human being and a good person. Right. They've shown her ability to be good many times. Mm-hmm. It's always the Joker that brings her back. Mm-hmm. And in the New 52, what they did is she got interested in him and like she started feeling for him and then he pushed her into the same vat of chemicals that changed him, which affected her mind. Right. And now she was changed specifically to... Yeah, because in, of him. in the movie, she, he—I mean, yeah—he's kind of coaxing her. Yeah, but, but at the end, it's her choice. She jumps. Yeah, she she jumps, and then he almost lets her drown because she kn- he knows that she can't swim. Mm-hmm. And then at the last moment, he kind of adjusts his tie and dives in. And dives in. Which yeah, I like that scene in the movie. I, yes. that's fine. Um, and the scene you're talking about, but like at the well, this is a flash episode. Fuck it, never mind. Um, <laughs> which I guess uh, I'm I'm doing the nerdly debate. Fuck you. Yeah, you're me. doing the nerdly debate this time. This week the debate's going to be. What kind of superhero do you think... Or the what? This week's debate is going to be. Okay. Did I fuck that up? I think that's what I said. You mumbled through that really big. Oh. This week's debate <laughs> will be... Um, like, with the Arkham games. Batman. Okay. A renaissance of the superhero games, really. Um, but it gave them... Like, people took them more seriously after that. Um, I think they've t- taken Batman seriously for several years. That's like some bad Batman games. It, it was a very good Batman game. Mm-hmm. What superhero do you think should get that treatment? The Arkham treatment. Like a, a kind of gritty, but awesome, very heavily story-based, and great gameplay kind of game. Um, that's kind of tough, because you got to think about the powers and how it would be implemented into the game. Because mm-hmm. That's why I don't think anybody's answer would be super bad. Yeah. Seems like it'd be really hard to make a good Superman game. Unless it's just like, hey, you, you want to blow shit up and kill bad guys while being a god and not being able to be touched? Here you go. You'd have to get, like, if you, you'd have to either take place, like, in Dark Knight Returns after the nuke has gone off, so your powers are really limited, or, like, you're, there's kryptonite on you <laughs> the entire right. game. Uh, I don't think anybody with flight, the power of flight, would work. I think that it could. Okay. Um,. It, if it's done right and it makes it to where well, one of the greatest things about Arkham Asylum was the claustrophobic feel. Okay. And so, how, see, my favorite was actually Arkham City. Okay. Where but, they kind of took that vibe out. Well, it, but one of the things that made Arkham Asylum so good mm-hmm. is it made you feel trapped in a lot of ways. Right. Um. So I think that the power of flight could be implemented. If there are moments where it's outside and you have more of that free roam stuff, but times where you have to isolate yourself and take that power of flight away from yourself. It would be cool. Like, if you're, just say, like, Superman shows up in Arkham City. You're just flying through those rooftops. You see a bunch of bad guys. You can just swoop one up and just keep flying and stuff. It could be fun. Yes. Um, I just, th- it'd be a lot harder to pull off, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I, 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 have, I have a couple answers. Uh, I do think the Flash could work. Is what made me think of this. I would love to play a great Flash game. And could you imagine, like, you get the people that put the love and time into the storytelling like they did the Arkham games? You could get a great fucking story! I think that it could be very hard to implement with his powers, because if you just have him super fast and not change anything else, then you are not going to be able to keep up with the game. Well, you're going to... I mean, it's a game, so you're going to start out somehow losing, like, all your gadgets and some of your powers. Like, in Arkham, he has... Arkham City, you start out in a suit. And you slowly get tech. So his, right. like, he could unlock levels of speed and stuff. Um, 
Uh, and see, I, I don't know how they would do that. I think that the best way that it could be implemented is if, on top of you getting only slightly faster, they greatly slow time around you. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit before recording, and you had a great idea. Uh, pretty much implementing bullet time. Kind of, yeah. In a sense, where it's more like you kind of move at the same speed, maybe a little faster, but everything around you slows down. Which is what I just said, yes. Oh, you said it again? That's literally what I just I was taking a drink of Monster, and somehow... How can you not read or <laughs> drink Monster and listen to what's going on on this podcast, Danny? Uh, I cannot multitask. Wow. <laughs> Cold, refreshing like, Monster. Like, you literally just went over the exact <laughs> wording I really? that I had just said. Well, I, I agree. How's that? <laughs> Fix it in post. You're going to leave it in so I sound like a jackass, aren't you? Yeah. Thank you. Um, I would, too. Um... But yeah, that could be a lot of fun. Like a, a gauge that that builds up. Yeah. You know, so you can't do it. I don't think you should be able to do it all the time. Right. I think that it should be something that automatically happens. Like, you should be able to implement it all the time, but the more the gauge is full, the different stuff you can do. Okay. Um. So, like, it's a way for you... Anytime you get hit, it automatically activates for a quick time event to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like getting shot in the back of the neck. You In, in the show... He instantly goes into that mode where everything slows down around him, and he realizes that he's about to get shot, and he grabbed the bullet. Mm-hmm. He's he's grabbed a couple bullets in the show, yeah, yeah, something like that. It would be cool because I mean the parry system. I think you can use the parry system from Arkham. It's, uh, it'd be cool because every like you press Y and Batman takes a guard stance. Instead of taking a guard stance, he just you see him vibrate a little bit. I think it would be really cool I, I think, and very theatric. I think that there are things that they could do, but it it could be very. Bad very quickly too. Could be, but I mean, imagine like you're the Flash. You're, somebody's coming at you. You hit that that parry button, and like you just see the punch kind of phase through you. And next thing you know, he's on the other side of him, just punch him in the back a bunch of times, right. like really fast. Um, you don't have to show every movement. He can you can like a teleport effect because he's so fast. You know. Uh, I think that because you had brought this up before we started the podcast, and I've kind of been thinking about it. And obviously, my mind goes to Marvel. And you got to be very careful when it comes to games like this because they've tried it several times in the past and it's not done nearly as well as Arkham Asylum did. Closest Marvel came was probably uh, Hulk Ultimate Destruction was probably their best attempt. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I would say storyline was garbage. Spider-Man <laughs> Two or Wolverine Origins. Spider-Man Two doesn't count. One of the best games of all time. Exactly. Love that. I still own my copy and I don't have an original <laughs> Xbox. I'm pining for the day I get an original Xbox. Thirty bucks at our local pawn shop. I might get lot. There you go. Do they have HDMI ports? Uh, no. Damn. Can't not do a Let's not play the there. original. Oh, because I would do a Let's Play of Spider-Man 2. You can on yours. Hell yeah. We should do that. <laughs> can you really? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Why haven't we done that? I don't know. I gave you all the equipment. I bought it off you, you jackass. You didn't give it to me. You didn't give me shit. I, I, when you bought it from me, I gave you all the equipment. <laughs> Isn't that all the equipment right there? And a, no, you're missing a wire. A power cord and a USB port. You're missing... Or a not wi- USB. Um, H- HDMI. You're missing a wire. That allows you to connect the uh, components into it. This some is people not... lose wires. Some people lose flash drives for a fucking week. That some people lose uh, all editing software that costs several hundred dollars. It didn't cost you anything. It didn't cost me anything. <laughs> but it didn't cost me anything, anything. In order for you to get it, it would cost you several hundred dollars. I put the code in. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Games. We're talking about video games. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 was great. <laughs> but I think that it... That had more of a GTA vibe to me, like that big open world. Less, yeah. less so Arkham, especially because I mean, yeah, the combat was still with the the good story and the good gameplay. It doesn't necessarily have to have the exact same vibe as Arkham did. Right. Just be 
good story, good gameplay integrated in a very cool way. Yeah. Honestly, it's the combat system that a lot of people need to... I would say that the best character in Marvel to do, Hawkeye. Hawkeye could be cool. And you go between... uh, I would say that you would go between Clint and uh, Bishop, the female Hawkeye. Okay, that could be cool. Because in the comics, it's those two. It doesn't focus on just him. Right. Um, that could be cool, or if you want to go more, like, the movie thing, because that's what people are used to, you could do the Hawkeye Black Widow, because your Black Widow could be your close in combat. You could. I, I imagine her kind of playing like Catwoman in Arkham. Very agile, very quick, lots of flips and stuff, and, you know, like, you could activate her shock. Well, I, uh, I would say that you would be stuff. able to bring in several different things from the Marvel Universe, you know, a cameo from Spider-Man. Uh, I'm just afraid if you did the two Hawkeyes, their ga- the gameplay between them wouldn't change up enough. I, I think that it could because of their specialty heroes. That's true, I suppose. But you're going to fire an arrow the same way no matter who you play it as. So I, I, I don't know. Well, going between characters... That's a great idea for storyline. Gameplay-wise, I'm not sure. Well, when going between characters in a video game, you don't want the... You want them to be different enough that you can go, okay, this is a different and unique character. But you don't want the gameplay to be uh, a lot different or else it takes you out of it because now you're having to learn a whole new skill set. I suppose so. So if you keep the skill sets similar but with different abilities, i.e. the various arrows that... Okay. I would say, per mission, you choose which hero gets which arrows, and then they have to... That is kind of what Arkham does, because everybody plays the same, they just have different gadgets. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. And your storyline, you just follow the Fraction Run, where he's, it's just his day is off, and you don't really do much. Yeah. You you get bullied by Russians. Yeah, in, in between <laughs> missions, that would be... That would be great. Because yeah. that comic run was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um... Uh, I'm trying to think of who else we could do. I mean, could you imagine them doing the storyline where he gets deafened? Oh, yeah. With his brother? Yeah. You know, his brother gets put in a wheelchair and he, whap, gets the arrows to the ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, one they tried, and I've heard it's actually surprisingly good, but I never got to play it, was the Captain America movie tie-in game. Really? It plays a lot like Arkham's combat uh, style's the same, and, you know, you get to throw your shield and stuff as a weapon. It could be very easy to pull off if they would have put more money into it. Like, it wasn't marketed for shit. No, because I, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, and I've talked to people at GameStop, like, it's actually good. Huh. And everybody, when they say it, is surprised. Because <laughs> it should be garbage. Cause, like, the Thor games were garbage. The yeah. Iron Man games were garbage. Yes. Uh, and this Captain America one that nobody talks about doesn't suck, supposedly. Yeah. And I, I can't vouch 100%. Like I said, I never knew it even existed, so. Yeah, yeah it's from uh, the first Avenger, the first Captain America movie. Huh. Um, so, and I think he'd be a very easy one to pull off. I think that Captain America, just because they're they're very similar characters, mm-hmm. just one's dark, one's bright. Yeah, that's the really only difference between the two of them. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, my mind didn't really go to Marvel for this one, I, I, mainly because this was a Flash episode, and right. I am talking about Batman games. Uh, so my mind kind of stuck in DC, but um, yeah, I'm like a Green Green Lantern. I don't see that working too too well. No, it, it's it's because there's too much that. I don't think that any game that has Green Lantern in it will be satisfying because everybody goes, well, you can use the power of your imagination to create anything. How do you, how do you put that in a game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when Plus, I'm, I'm limited this, to these eight things. The scope yeah. would have to be massive, storytelling-wise. You, he, he's not an Earth-based character, really. I he, mean, he's he's a universal, space. yeah. Um, you know, that that's like trying to do a Arkham-style game using Silver Surfer. It just doesn't work. Yeah, plus the Silver Surfer game is insanely hard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You could get him in, um, uh, there's a Fantastic Four game that's just like X-Men Legends and Marvel Alliance. 
uh, where you could actually play Silver Surfer. I, th- I think I've seen that. Um, which did you play the X Men Legends games? I know you played. Yeah, Alliance. we've talked about that. We? Okay. Um, that style of game really worked, but it just kind of died out. Yeah, it it worked because I, you could have all four people playing on the same screen. Yeah, we so had the X Men Legends, the uh, Marvel Universe, Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance. Um, the there was a. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that played the same way. Really? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Um, yeah. But you're going to argue over which turtle you get. Because there's only four. You're right. And I'm going to be Mikey, or you're getting out of my house. I'm going to be either Leo or Raph. I would settle for Donnie. I guess we're fine. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Huh. <laughs> Complete opposite favorite turtles? Yeah. Uh, oh. Get out of my house. <laughs> it seems wrong. <laughs> no, it actually seems quite right. Because I guess. Yeah. teamwork. Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I had uh, it was me and two friends that played through Legends and stuff together. So it's it's they're not great games to play by yourself. They're good like group games. Oh yeah, uh, I think that the party game needs to come back, where it's expected for people to be able to play the same game on one console and actually be in the same room and actually be in the same room with each other. And that's kind of gone away from gaming. You if you go. And look at any modern game now, the chances of you finding a game where you can just sit down in the same room together and play is greatly diminished. If yeah, we're going to discover that with the Let's Play channel. Like, yeah, if there's going to be a multiplayer game, it's multiplayer online. Or it's an indie game, like Gungeon. Or, yeah. Yeah. Which is why I'm kind of digging the indie games right now. There are some shit indie games. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there's some shit mainstream titles, too. So Well, there was one that looked awesome. It was called Slain. Yeah, you showed me that. And, like, the trailer made it look awesome. It's I was a, like, oh. Kind of a Metroidvania-style yeah. game. We, we could totally play this. That game sucks so bad. You tried to like it. I you tried. Really I tried so hard. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. no, I, That'll be footage that I'm never going to release. The, uh, the, the part of the game, yeah. Because it works for superheroes. Especially yeah. ones with so many characters. Well, not, ju- not just superheroes, but look at first-person shooters. First-person shooters got so big because of the LAN parties. Well, they got so big because of the 64. That's four controller slots right there. Yeah. And everybody's sitting there playing Goldeneye, yelling at the douchebag that's playing as a uh, short guy, man. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Who gives a shit? doesn't matter. Uh, odd job. Odd job. Thank you. Yeah. I, I did care, after all. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then I remember when Halo 3 dropped, uh, there's like 10 of us that would meet up. Uh, when was Halo night? We had Halo night. Uh, Wednesdays. Wednesdays was my Halo night yeah. when I was in the military. And we'd get three Xboxes on three different TVs, and every Xbox, like, we'd have to switch people out. There's that many people, and it was a blast. Yeah. Man. The old LAN parties were amazing, and because you could have multiple people on one TV. Like, you'd have an entire team on one TV, mm-hmm. and your buddies would be... Now right you'd have the douchebag screen lookers. Well, you're that, or you could do what we did and made a, a wall made of PVC pipe and sheets. No. No, we didn't do that. Um, yeah, and then I, and then, like, my Halo 4 experience was me sitting at home by myself playing with the same guys on the internet. Yeah, on the internet, without, it, it changed it. Yeah, I, I don't know. So, that's my gripe about modern games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, you may be depressed, but I'm very hopeful that, you know, I'll things decide will change. to end it all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow, Danny. Hey, I brought this rope. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> No, uh, I was trying to tie it back to Flash with the whole hopeful thing. Oh, good job. Couldn't do it. Yeah, no. You, you, I, I tried. I failed. So is that our show? Uh, I believe that is our show. Your name is? Denny Mullins. Your name is? Robert Foley. Goodbye, everybody. It still works. Yeah.
Well, that's it for another exciting episode of Then and Now. Uh, if you like this episode, make sure that you go to iTunes and rate and review us. Also, while you're exploring the interwebs, make sure that you go to thenandnowproductions.com where you'll find great shows like Nerds Playing Games, our uh, comedy YouTube channel where we're playing games, and Hold My Beer. Danny, tell us about Hold My Beer real quick. It's a, it's a podcast where we talk about stuff. And that's it. So uh, make sure that you do that. If you get on uh, thenowproductions.com, hit the uh, contact link and let us know what you think.